Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender iHeartRadio presents Inside the Studio. I'm your host, Joe Levy. Now, getting inside the studio has been difficult due to COVID-19, which is why we're launching a special, socially distant version of the show, Inside the Studio, the home edition. And that's not a chance for you to play along at home and cut your own version of Dark Side of the Moon. We'll be bringing you into the bedrooms and living rooms of your favorite artists to find out how they're coping with lockdown and how it's impacting the way they make music. And to help us out, we've enlisted a new quarantine correspondent, Jordan Rontog. Jordan served as a music editor at People Magazine and VH1.com. He's contributed to Rolling Stone and Entertainment Weekly, and he is also the host of the iHeartRadio podcast, Rivals, Music's Greatest Feuds, available wherever you listen to your favorite shows. First up on Inside the Studio, the home edition, Ash, who just put out a new remix of her breakout song, Moral of the Story, and it features a a guest I had on Inside the Studio a few months ago, Niall Horan. It's excellent, and so is this episode of Inside the Studio, home edition. Well, hello, everybody. My name is Jordan Runtog, but enough about me. I'm here with an incredible singer, songwriter, musician, performer. You may know her as the voice behind Moral of the Story, a.k.a. that song that made everyone cry in the Netflix film To All the Boys, P.S. I Still Love You. She's also collaborated with Sean Frank, Louis the Child, and so many more. I'm so thrilled to welcome Ash. How are you today? Thank you so much for taking the time. Hi, 
Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm doing really good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I got so many things I want to ask you, but I guess first and foremost, quarantine. It's been tough for everybody. You know, what's been keeping you grounded and feeling good the last couple months? Oh man, you know, quarantine has been just the the weirdest time. This 2020 has just been a really strange year. I'll tell you that much. You know, I feel really privileged during this time. I'm I'm safe. I'm happy. I'm healthy. I'm in a the, the best healthiest relationship I've ever been in my life, and we're just like supporting each other. And you know, we work. We both work from home, and like, man. The fact that we haven't killed each other yet, it's like just so <laughs> good. And I live in West Hollywood, California, and it's just I'm looking out the window right now and it's absolutely beautiful. And I just I I feel really lucky, you know, um, in all of this. So now, ordinarily, do you feel like you're more of a homebody? Do you take your writing inspiration from like looking outward or more looking in? Oh, definitely looking inward. Because you, I mean, I think you, you take your life experience on the outside and then you internalize it and you have to kind of dig in there and go inward. And yeah, I'm kind of an old lady. I like my, I like (laughs) being home. I'm dead. I love, you know, touring is one of my favorite things to do in this world. But if I have to choose between my own bed or a hotel, I'll choose my own cozy. I mean, it's, yeah, it's just cozy here. Has working from home full-time changed the way that you've approached writing music at all, or is it pretty much the same? Um, I think a bit in that, you know, I can't just drive over to my producer's place and track some vocals. It's um, I've had a lot of new sessions since Moral of the Story. I've had the honor of working with, you know, some really, like, just the top dogs in the music industry. And, like, people, I'm like, I should not be allowed to write a song with you. You are too talented. And um, I've met those people and talked to those people over, you know, Zoom. So that's been a little weird. But for them, I'm definitely a, a much more in-person gal. But it's t- it's changed the landscape a bit. But for the most part, we're, we're making it work. Everyone's you know, doing the best with what they've got. What are you working on now that you're really excited about? Can you say? Um, Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's so much coming. Ah, I wish I could tell you everything right now. I just got a master back of the next thing we're going to release. And it is going, people are going to lose their minds. I'm going to lose my mind. Um, so yeah, I've been working on that thing. I can't say. I want to say, but hopefully soon I can. Oh, I can't wait. What is your homework situation like? Just like your whole setup? I'm kind of a a tech nerd. Oh, I'm curious to know. Um, well behind me right now, I'm recording a moral of the story. Like I have to do, um, like a live video. And so behind me is like a short SM for 50 something or other. I don't even know. Um, and my Nord and um, Opus, my boyfriend, just walking in. Hello. Um, yeah, well, oh, so he's in a meeting. This is working from home in quarantine. <laughs> yeah. Do you have to do like setting the ground rules? Like, okay, I got a radio thing. Like, please don't flush the toilet between this time and this time. Like all that stuff. <laughs> Luckily, the toilet is far enough away where he can flush it fine. But usually he's working like 
back there is like his little desk station. And so usually he's like right there while I'm doing interviews. Um, but we're, we, I think we respect each other a lot. So we've made it, we've made it work, but yeah. What does a typical writing day look like for you? Because, and I'm sure you get this question a lot from people like me who love music, but just can't for the life of them figure out how you write it. Do you hear a song in your head and then go to the piano and kind of flesh it out and find it? Or do you go to the piano every morning, almost like exercise and lay down chord structures and just kind of find your way along and experiment and see what happens? Ooh, I mean, I think it's, it's different every time. I, I typically go sit down at the piano, um, first. That's sort of my home. Um, it's like, it's like eating a burrito. It's like just comfort, you know? So I'm definitely the most, um, confident and feel like my most myself when I'm just sitting out at the piano and I'll work through some chords and, um, digging back into, you know, that old Pet Sounds album by the Beach Boys, I, I'm reimagining chord structure and, and it's opened up like an entirely new songwriting landscape for me. And so that's been really fun. Um, but yeah, it's always different. Sometimes though, I'm, I, I do, I wake up every morning around 5 a.m. and I journal and, um, usually I can pull, Sometimes a song will start from there. You know, it just happens in a lot of different ways. That was kind of my next question, too. At what point do you start thinking of the audience when you're writing lyrics? Are you writing from a place of, I just want to get something out of me? Or are you always sort of thinking about, here's this thing I want to convey to these people and I want them to understand it? Most of the time, because I've, pre my headline tour, I didn't. I was very, um, you know, when I sat down to write a song or was in a songwriting session, it was very me focused. It was like, okay, what exactly do I need to say right here? And then I went on tour and then people, when people start screaming your lyrics back at you, (laughs) you start thinking when you sit down to write a song and imagine going on another tour and hearing people sing it back to you, it makes you think in a completely different way. Um, so I've definitely take, taken that into consideration and finding that balance between making sure people are going to be able to understand you and relate. And, you know, actually, sometimes if you get way, way, way too specific, you're like, people are like, I don't know what you're talking about, you know, but what I've found is if you are really honest and vulnerable, usually even if you know, some middle schooler's line, favorite line is talking with my lawyer. You know, it's talking about my divorce attorney and moral of the story. And, you know, that's bonkers to me that that would be their favorite line. But I think they're, it's human beings are so, you can just take, take what, take a lyric and then put yourself in that situation or, or replace lawyer with, you know, father or brother or mom or whatever. So, Um, best friend. Yeah. So, wow, that was long-winded. I'm sorry. (laughs) 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Moral of the story, it's just such an incredibly vulnerable song. Having a hit song must be crazy for a million different reasons that I, I can't even imagine. But having a hit song that's come from such a personal place for you, what is that like? Is it like nerve Is it almost just like having millions of people read your diary? Like, how does that feel knowing that this song that came from such a, a I imagine, very painful event um, is now just so public and so you know, like you said, just sort of everyone knows and can now relate to. Do I have a hit song? <laughs> I feel like you're the, that's so crazy. I feel like you're the first person who's like, what's it like to have a hit song? And not being like, this is going to be a hit or this is about to be a hit, but being like, it's a hit. Well, that's crazy. Oh my gosh. Um, I have to process that a little bit. Um, what's it like? It's crazy. Um, I'm putting a song that is about my life and a a very deep and dark part of my um, experience as a human being that is not, you know, unique to me. So many people have gone through um, heartbreak and and divorce at that matter, but um, it feels really cool. It, It was never going to be any other song than this one that had this moment. 
you know? And it makes me think too of, you know, getting out of a relationship that is sort of run its course is incredibly, incredibly hard. And I think of a lot of people, a lot of women specifically right now who are in quarantine, who are literally not only metaphorically trapped in this relationship, but now are literally trapped in a home with this mm. partner that they don't want to be with. What would you say to to those people who are really having, are struggling with sort of stepping out and being an individual and getting out of this situation that's not good for them? Oh, I mean, I definitely don't want to take this question or answer lightly because it's, this is a very heavy you know, a heavy thing. And I think at the end of the day, you have to decide what's right for, for you and your, your life. But I will say that if you are truly unhappy and in something toxic that, you know, and can imagine your life will be better if you get out, um, you are not stuck. And I think we convince ourselves that we're, we're stuck. Um, I have many a friend who have been in abusive relationships. There's that cycle um, that you go through and and believe that it's going to change or you're going to, you know, fall back in love again or she's going to change. He's going to change. And at the end of the day, if you um, if you make the decision, especially in quarantine, and we it makes us feel even more stuck and even more boxed in. I mean, I definitely say there's always, there's always a way. Um, and it's so scary, but it's like, man, it's the bravest thing you can do. And for a minute, you're going to blow up your entire life. And I can understand that. I was living in a house that I bought off signing my first record deal. And I no longer live in that house and I am no longer married to that man that I bought that house with. And I blew up my whole life. Um, and I am immeasurably more happy and a better person for it. You know, that's incredibly brave, both in life and in your music. I, I got to ask you, this is probably an old tired question, but it, it, do you find it easier or harder to write when you're happy? Oh, um, that's or, or, or the same. I, I don't know. I would say, I'm going to say about the same. It really depends on, I think a lot of people, the typical answer is it's easier to write when you're sad. Um, and I will say like music is therapy and writing it is so um, therapeutic that sometimes we need it more when we're sad um, to write. But I mean, I don't know. I'm writing a lot of records. I'm very happy and I'm like, I'm writing my favorite records I've ever written. So yeah, I don't know. I saw you on Instagram teasing some, what I assume were, were lyrics. Fans were getting all excited the other day. Uh, we were cocaine playing milk and honey. Care to elaborate at all on that or? Oh yeah. I mean that, um, that's a lyric off my next single. Um, mm-hmm. and I started teasing that, um, that's all I can really give you, but, <laughs> okay, okay. but, um, there's a bunch of different stages to grieving. And I think we all think that it happens in like, okay, once you're done with denial, you move on to anger. And then once you're done with that, you know, and the final is acceptance. And when you hit acceptance, you're done. And, um, it so doesn't work like that. And I, um, I still, you know, go back and forth on old feelings. And so the next record is moral of the story is such an acceptance record, like fully in the acceptance stage of grief. Um, the next single is not, 
Oh, I can't wait to hear it. When one of my favorite things that's occurred this quarantine, and I'm serious, you um, put together a live stream concert for the 54th anniversary of one of my all time, I think it's my favorite album of all time, Pet Sounds, the Beach Boys Pet Sounds. You mentioned it earlier. How did that come to pass? I, I loved it so much. So many great performances in that concert. Oh, well, thank you for saying that. That was doing that concert and putting it on was an absolute privilege. That was the coolest. That was one of the coolest things I've ever done. That wasn't, you know, my own music. Um, I'm so glad you said that it's one of your favorite albums because it's, I mean, it's just, Paul McCartney said something like, um, you're not musically educated until you listen to Pet Sounds. So know everyone who wants to be a musician, listen. Um, yeah, I mean, it was the 54th anniversary. It was like not one of those years, probably someone was going to do like a big banging thing. And I was like, I feel like this is an opportunity <laughs> in the midst of quarantine to honor, you know, Brian Wilson and um, just the coolest the coolest album ever made. What it is about about that album that speaks to you so much? Oh, I mean, the instrumentation was so um, out of the out of the box and kind of out of this world. And I think that Brian, he just took boundaries and just like lit a match and was just like, there are no boundaries, but not in a way like, you know, God love jazz avant-garde music. But at some point, as a, you know, normal average listener, it starts feeling like noise and just sounds and, um, you know, no shade on avant-garde jazz, if that's your thing. Um, but I think what was so cool is Brian took jazz, classical, orchestral, Motown, um, popular, you know, rock and roll music and singer songwriter, you know, ballad stuff. And he threw it all together and, and made it accessible and relatable. And I mean, he made a pop album out of, I could talk about this all day. So, yeah. Oh, I, me too. I'll stop there. Oh, your, uh, your version of I Just Wasn't Made for These Times was absolutely exquisite. I, I love it. What drew you to that song, I have to say? Thank you. Do you feel that way? Oh, yes. I mean, I just, um, I mean, I, I have two minds about it. I'm one, there's, I'm very, you know, there's a reason for everything, kind of glass half full girl. So I'm very like, all right, I, I was born in this era for a reason, so I'm going to take that. But, you know, I just don't feel like I belong that often in this era just because I, I think this is the, I'm going to get crazy right now. I think this is the cool thing about Moral of a Story because it's the first time in my life that people are validating, you know, what I have to say and the way I want to say it. Um, and it's so powerful because in so many ways, you know, me and my old lady tendencies and my turtlenecks and, you know, it's not pop. It didn't feel very pop culture or it wasn't, um, glorified or, you know, I don't know. I just, um, have always felt like I never fully belonged. So I was definitely drawn to that song and, when I sat down to learn the chords to that song, oh my gosh, I fell in love with Brian all over again. It took me like an hour long to transpose it, like to figure out the chords and then to transpose it into a key I could sing it. 
And then to act, I, then it took me a couple days of rehearsing it before I could do it on camera because it was just. Well, the bass makes no sense. The bass is like totally moving, doing its own thing, right? No, exactly. I mean, yes. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. I mean, and then he's got like these weird, like, he, it, just these diminished chords with these weird bass notes. It was, but it's perfect. It's a perfect record. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You studied sort of similar arrangements at, at, at Berkeley School of Music in Boston, doing big band and orchestral arrangements, right? How does that training show up in, in the kind of work that you're doing now? Mm, I mean, it, it kind of went dormant post-college um, for a while there. Um, and then working on this debut album, it's definitely, I've been bringing it back out for sure. That's going to be pretty... It's very, the album is very, well, for sure, Pet Sounds inspired, but, um, you know, Queen and Elton John, Yellow Brick Road, and um, there's just a massive 
um, orchestral element to the new album that I'm working on and, and, and the singles. So yeah, it's definitely coming out now, which is really, I mean, it's pretty awesome to, to put to use for sure. I hear, hear all the passion in your voice talking about your music, other people's music. Was there a moment when you knew that music was what you wanted to do with your life? You know, I am, <laughs> I am so passionate about music. <laughs> I will like, we could talk forever, but, um, I never had that, like, you know, people were like, and then I ran out into the street and then someone, I almost got hit by a car. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to be a blank. Um, I, <laughs> you know, I don't think life, I think we make up stories like that because it's more marketable, but I didn't, you know, maybe not, maybe, I don't know. Um, but I, it was just through a series of small, which I feel like is more normal. It's a series of small choices that lead you to where you need to be in life. And, you know, Berkeley was a piece of that puzzle. I didn't have it figured out. I probably would have dropped out if I had had figured it out, but I didn't. So I graduated and then I moved to Nashville and I still didn't know what I wanted to do, but it was another piece towards us sitting here doing this interview right now, you know? Just little by little, moving to San Diego was another piece. Um, moving to LA, buying my first house, marrying the wrong guy was a piece. Um, so yeah, that was a long-winded way to say no. There wasn't a moment that I was like, "This is what I have to do with my life." It's just sort of been a a long, slow process. I think I read that when you were at Berkeley, you were considering not even being a performer. You you, you didn't want to be on stage at all. What would you say to somebody who's sort of struggling to find their own voice, who does have all this creativity and passion, but but sort of is shying away from it? I would say stop wasting time being insecure because the world has enough insecurity and enough people who are doubting themselves daily. And I think the world just needs a lot more of people who are confident and know who they are and um, that takes a long time and a process, like I was just saying, but um, I really believe that, you know, for me in college, me not thinking I was good enough to be an artist and that I would, could only be a writer, that came out of insecurity and immaturity. And imagine the world where moral of the story didn't exist. And if I didn't rise to the occasion and just go, no, stop being immature, stop being insecure, get get over yourself and pursue what you love, you know, and imagine what kind of impact you can have. I don't know, encouraging, just, I would encourage people. The world needs your voice, you know? Not to go back to, you know, another one of those, was there a moment, but was there a moment when you (laughs) knew that the song was taking off? Was there like an oh my god moment? Like this is this is getting crazy. Oh yeah, there was a moment for sure. Um, when the day we hit two million streams in one day, and I the day we hit one million streams, I was like, whoa, this is insane. But then when it when it got up to two, I was like, all right, this is this is different. And then I think the next thing was when I heard it on radio. I was pretty baffled. I was like. This is this is my life on air. Weird. It's so funny because I was listening to Moral of Story and then I was listening to Pet Sounds because you inspired me with the uh, with the live stream. And I was almost thinking that 
moral of the story is sort of like the sequel to Wouldn't It Be Nice? Because Wouldn't It Be Nice is, you know, you're a kid, you're thinking about how great life is going to be when you're older. And moral of the story is kind of like, okay, it, it was kind of scarier than I thought. It got a little weirder than I thought. But you know what? I'm still just as hopeful. I'm still looking forward. I'm still excited. And I played those back to back earlier, and it, it it was it was cool to think that that was sort of that's what it did to me at least. Whoa, that's so cool! I would have never thought to play my music after listening to Pet Sounds at all, because <laughs> that's a scary comparison. Um, but that's so <laughs> that's so cool. I'm glad that I'm glad that you made that connection. Um, and I definitely I definitely can see how you would feel that way. I love that. What's next for you? What's your your sort of big professional dream on the horizon? Oh man, you know I've been working on this daily when I wake up in my journal, trying to figure it out. <laughs> um, you know, because there's benchmarks you want to hit. Like, imagine having your song on the radio. Imagine getting a million streams on a song. Imagine, you know, having a top uh, twenty record, you know, on radio. And then you slowly start hitting these benchmarks, and you go, "Well, what?" the heck, what is my life going to be? What do I pick next? It felt, starts feeling like the ceiling to what you can accomplish starts growing and you're like, whoa, this is pretty cool. So I don't know what the, I'm working on figuring out what, you know, the next goal specifically is, but really finishing this album is the most important thing. Obviously promoting more of a story and getting as many, you know, ears and eyes on it as possible is really cool. But um, really making this album as honest and true to who I am as possible. And then seeing seeing it what it does and hoping people fall in love with it the way they fell in love with, you know, moral of the story. What's the, uh, the first thing you want to do when quarantine is over and you can do whatever it is you want to do? The not philosophical answer is go get some sushi on yes. a nice... Just want to go on a nice date with my boyfriend and order a Sapporo and have some sushi or something. Go to Sugarfish for me. Yeah, okay, no problem. Well, you come out here and then get out of Boston and I'll <laughs> yeah. take you to Sugarfish. Yeah, that is the non-philosophical. The philosophical would be, you know, get ready for, I mean, tour. I'm going to, I want moral of a story to reach as many people as possible, you know, and so... If quarantine wasn't happening, we would probably be in person right now. And that would have been so much more special. This is a good second, you know, option. But um, the second the door opens, I think I'm going to be on the road for a minute. Well, sort of my my last question, what's the moral of your story? What do you want fans to, to take from your music? That's okay. Hold on. This is a good question. The best thing I could say is to trust, trust that what you need to say is what people need to hear. And that you have a story um, that is worth telling. Um, And I think people, especially right now in this crazy time we're living in, want to feel, um, or they do feel helpless, or they feel silenced. And, you know, we need we need your voice and we need your honesty and your vulnerability. It's so it's so scary to speak up and so yeah, I'd say the moral of the story is to use your voice and tell your story. And then maybe your song will play on the radio. Who knows? 
Yeah. Perfect. Ash, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure speaking to you. Oh, it's been so lovely. Thank you for chatting. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Inside the Studio Home Edition, a production of iHeartRadio. For more episodes of Inside the Studio and other shows from iHeartRadio, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.